0: So let me start by giving you an example of a very simple experiment. Welcome to Outsmarting Implicit Bias. You're listening now to Professor
1: Mazarin Banaji. I was down at the University of Michigan a long time ago now, and here's what they did. They said to half the people in their experiment, please write down three reasons for why it is that you love your partner. Okay? The other group is told something very similar. Write down for us nine reasons for why you love your partner. Imagine doing this. And then at the end of this very simple exercise, you're asked a few questions. How happy are you in this relationship? How much do you love this person? And so on as a measure of the intensity and the depth of your love. The data showed that those of you who wrote down three reasons for your love ended up expressing much greater happiness and satisfaction with your relationship than those of you poor people on this side who wrote down nine reasons for your love. Why should this be? Well, the answer is actually kind of simple from the point of view of this three pound organ between your ears. The answer is, who has nine good qualities? This is not an easy thing to do at all. And so think about what your brain did. For you, three was easy to write down. Your brain wasn't just writing down those three reasons as asked to do. It's computing a million other things. Among them, how easy is this? And at the end of the writing down of three, if it felt easy to you, that actually influences how much happiness you express. But you guys on this side, think about your job. By the time you get to number six, your hand is slowing down, and your brain notices that. And you know that you just made up seven, eight, and nine. They're not even (laughs) true. And it didn't let go of that. It said, this was hard. Maybe I'm not so happy. Maybe we should see a marriage counselor.
0: This is an example of the availability bias, first discovered by psychologists Amos Tversky and Daniel Kahneman. It's a blind spot that tricks us into thinking that the more easily something comes to mind, the more true or frequent it must be. You just heard an example of how this bias can warp our perceptions of truth, how happy we are in our relationships. But it doesn't end there. The same researchers led by Norbert Schwartz showed that the availability bias can even change how we view ourselves. Many of us think we have a good grasp of who we are, whether we're confident, kind, happy, or ambitious. But challenge yourself to come up with 12 examples of times you behaved assertively, for example. The science predicts you'll believe you're less assertive than if you only had to come up with six. Strange, but true. Now apply this idea of availability to how often you think things happen in the world. For example... What's more likely, death by shark attack or death by lightning strike? The science suggests you'll choose shark attacks. It's the wrong answer, but it makes sense. A deadly attack. Shark attacks get more media coverage. They're the subject of blockbuster movies. So these examples stick and come to mind more easily. And that makes our brains think must happen a lot. Now, how does this blurred line between what's true and
1: what's available affect us at work. Several years ago, I was listening to the senior-most members of an organization discuss a problem with dread in their voices. This is what they said. We hire women in their 20s, but then... And their voices lowered as they spoke. The biological clock, you know.
0: The question the company was facing was, how could they navigate these replacement costs? And was it worth the investment? But then the question became moot.
1: I was looking at their data and to my great surprise, men and women were actually leaving at the same rate. And the first reason both groups gave for leaving? To work for a competitor.
0: The leaders were shocked. How did the truth get so twisted?
1: The availability bias.
0: This belief is a common one. Women leaving to raise children is something we hear about, something that managers might worry about. So when it does happen, it sticks. And then, you know the rest. Clearly, this mental shortcut doesn't always lead us to the right answer. So how do we outsmart it?
1: The solution is so simple, I'm embarrassed to even propose it to you. Look at the data that are right in front of you. And this applies to everyone. A recent
0: global survey by the ICEDR of hundreds of millennials found that men and women around 30 leave work at the same rates for the same reasons. The data are there. They can help us sift what's true from what's simply available. We just have to look. Outsmarting Implicit Bias is a project founded by Mazarin Banaji, devoted to improving decision-making using insights from psychological science. The team includes Olivia Kang, Kirsten Morehouse, Evan Younger, and Mazarin Banaji. Special thanks to Miracles of Modern Science for music. Support comes from Harvard University, PWC, and Johnson & Johnson.